0: Welcome to VGK Today, presented by MGM Rewards, a daily podcast bringing you an inside look at the Vegas Golden Knights' 2023 Stanley Cup playoff run. I'm Justin Russo with the Golden Knights on Wednesday, May 17th, and the VGK are hard at work preparing for the Western Conference Final against the Dallas Stars that will begin on Friday at 5.30 Pacific Time from the Fortress. The VGK looking to make their second-ever appearance in the Stanley Cup final that first year in 2017-18 and looking to get back there in what is now their fourth trip to the Western Conference final and second against the Dallas Stars. So let's see if the VGK can defeat Dallas this time around and move on to that Stanley Cup final. But as you'll hear today, as we have Darren Millard on the show, the VGK getting to this point isn't just about what the players on the ice are doing or the coaches behind the bench are doing. It's an organizational effort to get the team to the spot that they're in right now and to make the experience of watching and listening to the team, both home and on the road, as good as it is for all the VGK fans out there. As you'll certainly know, nobody puts on a show like Vegas, and a lot goes into that, and a lot of people go into making that what it is. And thankfully on today's show, Darren Millard sat down with a couple of those people that make the VGK engine run from behind the scenes. Thank you, Justin. Uh, A blend of hockey
1: talk and discussing the fan experience on the docket for everyone today. Looking forward to hearing Bruce Cassidy's initial comments on the Dallas Stars in the Western Conference Final this weekend. Bruce also offered an update on injured goaltenders Lauren Brassois and Logan Thompson. We'll get to that in just a little bit. Then we're going to visit with a couple of people who are right in the middle of this Stanley Cup playoff run by Vegas. But their jobs are much more directly related to you, the fan. How does everything you see and experience online and out at the plaza before games at the Fortress really come about? And how do the new items that roll into the arsenal each round happen? What fashionable pieces will be available in the next couple of weeks? Trending. Stephanie Rogers and Maggie Sweeney will hang out with me. Rogers is the VP of marketing, a big deal in these parts, and I caught up with her in the break room. Uh, Let's just say it was a slight mistake on my part as we were not in a controlled environment for recording purposes. Uh, You'll get what I mean in just a little bit. Uh, Let's get on to the series, though, with Butch. The Golden Knights will host games 1 and 2 on Friday and Sunday, 5.30 and noon start times. Dallas survived a Game 7 to represent the Central Division. Vegas eliminated the two most dynamic players in the league to follow up a regular season Pacific Division title with the playoff version. Bruce Cassidy admits he sees some similarities from the team
2: they just beat to the one the Golden Knights will face on Friday. You know, they have a a dominant line, whether they play them together or split them up, you know, when sees is probably as close to McDavid as there's left or is going through the playoffs right now. He's having a great playoff, real dynamic player. Uh, Pavelski's probably some similarities to Dreisaitl and his ability to finish, and um, I think they look to, you know, they've they've been on the power play more than any team in the playoffs in terms of numbers, so they're looking to create those situations. Similar to Edmonton, they rely on that, so we have to be again another series where we're going to have to play with discipline be hard but discipline so um, going into a series having some same tendencies can help you just roll into the next series but i think it's a different animal in how you're going to score goals against them they just play a different uh system in the d zone it's going to be a lot tougher to get to the front of the net or create situations like so where he's there by himself you know when they're man-to-man and in, in don't oversupport the puck. Try to create some confusion, then and work your way in, and, and hopefully, you've lost your check. Where I think Dallas will do a better job of limiting those, those net front opportunities when guys are by themselves. Rope Hence
1: has scored nine goals. Joe Pavelski is one
2: back, but scored
1: four in one game. Arguably, the top offensive player for Dallas, Jason Robertson, has been limited to a pair. The Dallas lineup arguably has more depth than Edmonton which will force a tweaked approach by Vegas defending the Stars.
2: With, with Dallas, you'll see a lot of three high point shots with that high tip and then the net front present. We know that's coming. There's a lot of teams that do that. I mean, we try to incorporate that in our offense. They're just really good at it. Um, so that's an area that what are we going to do with our middle forward? You know, Are, are we going to give him the outside or maybe we protect the middle a little more with him? And that'll be you know determine as how as we go we can have the greatest plan on earth going into it but until you feel it and see it um then then you slowly get you know through some of those periods where maybe it works against you to make it work for you that's just what we have to do so that's what we're anticipating um if we can break out clean get in at our end rebound those pucks quickly then we won't have to deal with that as much and some of that happened against edmonton and the knights we struggled in our end it didn't so i mean they're they got good players, and they're going to win some puck battles, too. That's, but that's what it's going to come down to is, you know, make sure you defend it well early so you don't have to defend it well the entire shift, if that makes any sense. Of course, both teams believe they have a book on each
1: other. And they're right. Pete DeBoer coached Vegas for three years. He knows the individual Golden Knight players very well. That should be countered, however, by Intel assistant coach John Stevens possesses, having been with Dallas last season. Bruce Cassidy pointing out that VGK assistants Misha Donskov and Ryan Craig, who worked with the Boer, are very aware of his tendencies. So to put it into basic terminology, both sides will have more information to start a series than any normal set but Game 1 will still serve as the night of learning that always happens to begin a series. One more note for you. Considering we're on the verge of the third round, these two teams are very healthy. The area where Vegas has battled injury in the playoffs was brought up to Bruce Cassidy when he was asked about sideline goaltenders, Lauren Brossoit, who started the first eight games of the playoffs, and All-Star Logan Thompson.
2: We're not anticipating any changes in our goaltending for Game 1. Um, but let's get on the ice tomorrow and I'll give you a better answer. Uh, because I, you know, LT may be a guy that's now in the equation skating. It's been a while for him. We were away. So he might be a guy um, that starts to get part of the next phase of his rehab. Like I said, see you tomorrow.
1: Practice starts at 11 a.m. at City National Arena. The Golden Knights are expected to skate both Wednesday and Thursday before the early start on Friday. All right, we're going to talk about off ice stuff instead of all the uh, on ice stuff that uh, everybody more knows about. Uh, here's uh, Stephanie Rogers, Vice President of Marketing, Vegas Golden Knights, my Fantasy Football League buddy. Uh, what, what happens after Vegas wins in round two to getting on the ice from your standpoint?
3: So, from our standpoint, our, our, our number one focus is just how do we get the fans excited? How do we ensure that we're having the greatest fan experience possible on the plaza uh, in T-Mobile arena and then all, all of our watch parties. So our goal is really to help uh, unite the realm. Really. That's our campaign. It's, it's about bringing the fans together. It's about bringing the city together. It's about bringing everybody anywhere that wants to support the Vegas Golden Knights together. And we do that through a variety of ways. We have incredible creative that comes from our brand team, uh, Brady and his entire crew, As You guys see that, you know, day in day out coming to life. So They're focused on what's the next iteration of this playoff campaign, Western Conference Final, quest for the West as we're facing Dallas and getting all of those assets ready to go. Um, So you can see them all over your feeds, on the social channels, and when you're looking for tickets and in your emails and on the website. And then we're also thinking about what's the fan experience, right? So we had the dunk tank out there on the plaza. That was incredible. We've had uh, revolt tattoos out there every single game. That's been amazing. But what's the next thing? What's the next thing that's going to shine a light on – the uniqueness of vegas the the uniqueness of our fan base and the uniqueness of this plaza experience that we love celebrating before fans get into the game to cheer on uh, to cheer on the golden knights um, so that takes a lot of work by a lot of different people we're, we're on the phone with a lot of different um, businesses locally trying to figure out who wants to be a part of the show if you will um, we also want to make sure that whatever we're bringing to the plaza is free for our fans because we want to make sure that they get to Um, come without any type of worry or hindrance of of having to you know add another thing to their game day list so um yeah from my side of things it's just a lot of thinking about what do the fans want and how can we make it the best experience for them
1: and that goes into action the minute that game number six is put in the bank by vegas
3: yeah and actually uh we start planning a lot of these things a lot further in advance uh than you than you think and then and sometimes then it's comfortable to start planning uh, when you're in this type of scenario. So you're
1: not superstitious. <laughs>
3: yeah, well, you know, there's been a few times where I've had to step out of conversations. Uh, no, but we want to be ready, right? There's not a lot of turnaround time on most of this stuff. So if you waited until you had the finality of games over, you'd be behind for the entire way. So um, creatively, we've had these campaigns kind of semi-built or three quarters of the way, 80% of the way built um, for days and weeks on end. And then you just kind of put the final touch on them based on what's happening in real time. Similarly with Plaza Activations, we've got a list of things that we want to explore and bring to life, uh, but some of them take more time than others and some of them are a little bit bigger of productions than others. So we have a list of things that are, okay, if we get to the Western Conference Final, we know these are the ones we're going after. If we make it further, we know these are the ones we're going after. Um, but game six, as soon as that you know, goal horn sounded, we're sending emails, we're putting plans in action, we're uh, sending emails to the fan base, we're sending emails to our partners in market asking how you know, they can use our creative, if they can host us at a beach for a watch party or at a pool or wherever else it might be. So it's instant.
1: What do you have planned for the plaza for the Western Conference final? Or can you tell me?
3: We're still working on a few of those details. Uh, We love suggestions, so if fans have any suggestions. um, We're going to have the Revolt tattoos out there again. Uh, Potentially have um, a couple other things that will help you go into the game, wearing all of your gold and being very golded out.
1: Because that's been a growing theme, like wear your gold to the game.
3: Yeah, absolutely. We want to be a sea of gold uh, the realm of golden ice, right? And so the guys are in gold, we want our fans in gold. The wackier, the shinier, the sparklier, uh, the brighter, the better. So we're we're trying to find ways to help uh, bring that to life.
1: The microwave's in the background. <laughs> if anybody's wondering what's going on in the background, it's not anything that's beeping on me or Stephanie. It's the microwave uh, that's, uh, that's going, everybody's uh, going full tilt right now. Um, has it been this is your first go around of this. Has it been stressful? Has it been fun? How would you describe it?
3: Oh my gosh, this is the most fun. This okay. is, I tell everybody. This is exactly why you grew up and want to work in sports. It's standard organized chaos, but like the other morning, you know, getting ready, brushing my teeth, and my brain is just spinning on like all the fun things that we can do. I couldn't wait to get in here and brainstorm with our team, and we have an amazing staff here. So putting the towels out on the seats we have people raising their hand every single maria you're one of them raising their hand every single day asking how can i help support whatever initiatives that you have our watch parties we have you know staff out there helping to pull together tables so that you know fans can have places to sit so this is this is incredible this is so fun
1: have you met any celebrities wanting to come out
3: oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah the vegas is the place to be man mm-hmm. uh, we had josh demello out last uh, last round he did the yeah, siren. Maria
1: likes that. Maria's the one working the microwave.
3: <laughs> he did the siren. Uh, he brought a bunch of his buddies that he grew up with. Uh, they're all diehard hockey people. His wife played hockey in North Dakota growing up. They had a blast. Um, but, yeah, we've got a lot of celebs reaching out. We've got a lot of people that are interested in being here because this is the place to be.
1: Keep having fun.
3: Absolutely. How can you not have fun?
1: And I appreciate you because you're the only one that chirps in the fantasy football league chat.
3: I'm very good at chirping. <laughs> Fantasy football requires
1: that. And that's perfect timing because here comes Maggie Sweeney, Director of Retail Operations, into the break room from the green room, which this is a very busy place, Maggie. You, you know all about that. But during the last conversation we had with Stephanie, the microwave was was going A little bit bonkers
4: I mean people don't realize how much excitement goes on here you know it's just it's it's everything you could imagine
1: so you are in charge tell me the whole scope of what you do
4: yeah so basically any anywhere that we're selling our retail and that we're involved um, I'm involved so when it comes to uh, products that we're ordering and receiving for our store here at City National Arena Um, you know, the plan and the operations for our retail component components at T-Mobile Arena, um, online sales out in Henderson, just, um, you know, everywhere that our teams are involved and and interacting with fans and selling things. uh, I'm getting involved there.
1: So as Vegas goes into the playoffs, you have to have stock in place for people to get excited about. Now, as the bandwagon grows, how does your job and uh, the navigating of that process go
4: as you kind of said it's very reactive um you know early on with nhl licensees and opportunities that the league gives us you know it's so early on for those initial planning stages that every team in the league you know has the opportunity to place an order to be ready for round one um so as you can imagine you know that's very forward thinking and um based on a lot of data and numbers from us and around the league um and insight from you know friends around the league sharing things with each other to make sure that overall you know the nhl is successful and then and then we just react to things that are happening here locally and things that people are liking and wanting and talking about um or tweeting about um and we just try and bring the fans a a unique and creative assortment
1: what's been a hit so far
4: um so with post-game um win activities in the locker room that people may have seen where uh, the players are having some fun uh (laughs) we decided to commemorate that in a t-shirt with um commemorating the wig and it has the VGK kind of running through it in the fun sunglasses. So that post-game win celebration t-shirt has done really well for us.
1: So now that you're into the Western Conference final, are you starting to plan like Western Conference paraphernalia, apparel, a Stanley Cup is around away. When do you start going down that path knowing that we are a very uh, traditional sport and we don't want to put the cart before the horse too much?
4: Uh, Without saying too much, I'll just say that, you know, all teams who get to a certain point, um, you know, you have to work with the league and NHL licensees and, and those big vendors to produce things that, you know, have the Stanley Cup image on them in any way. So I'll just say that, you know. I there's teams who aren't playing now who were prepared for the ultimate um in some wow. cases and so you know we're we're prepared
1: Is there a hat or a shirt uh, beyond the glasses uh or jerseys like those are all that like you've got to fulfill that stock th- throughout the whole thing
4: Yeah I mean you know jerseys are always of course a big seller, and, and our fans have really embraced wearing the jerseys to the games, so that just continues to pick up momentum, you know, with excitement. So, we're here for jerseys, too. Um, you know, and then a lot of the um, you know, league wide Stanley Cup participant and the locker room hats and t shirts that the guys are wearing um, throughout the playoffs, you know, those are always really popular items as well.
1: We got through this without any real distractions in the break room. A couple of people came in, got water. We got the fridge. A little,
4: buzzing. <laughs> little buzzing. A little buzzing from the fridge, but not bad.
1: I honestly, at the outset of this, thought the buzzing was going to be the worst part. <laughs> <laughs> the, the soup exploding, that was a different uh, level. Uh, arsenal, Armory, everywhere, right?
4: Oh yeah, everywhere. And, and more is coming, obviously. you know, We're waiting on that next round of uh, product to get in and... Um, looking like we'll be ready for everyone on Friday um, and in great shape and have a lot of great things for people to take a look
0: at.
1: Thanks for joining me today. This has been awesome.
0: Thank you. Well, that was great to hear from both Stephanie and Maggie and really gave some insight onto how some of the things behind the scenes work. And it's certain things that you take for granted, right? I mean, especially at this time of year, Western Conference final, Stanley Cup final, should your team be lucky enough to make it, You watch them on TV, you watch them on the ice, and you see them get the shirts and the hats and all the paraphernalia, as Darren was describing there, of the conference championships or the Stanley Cup championship shirt, but you never really understand how those come to be and when those come to be, and it was great to hear both Maggie and Stephanie kind of go through that process and help take us through the mindset of, okay, we do want to start planning for things beforehand, but as Darren said, you don't want to put the cart before the horse, you don't want to get superstitious, you don't want to get ahead of yourself. But in this business, things move fast, and you have to be ready for any possible outcome. And I think Stephanie and Maggie, who are amazing at their jobs, are certainly ready for any outcome. And they've been doing a great job so far in the Stanley Cup playoffs, both on the retail side and all the fun things. As as you heard there, the Elvis shirts that have been selling like hotcakes, it sounds like, down at the Arsenal. And, And, of course, all the fun stuff on the plaza before the games at VGK Home Games at the Fortress. So great stuff by Stephanie and Maggie. Good to hear from them. And those are some of the people that, again, they make such important things happen for the VGK. Things that are an essential part of the fan experience. Getting merchandise, wearing the team's logos, the jerseys, the hats, the shirts, supporting the VGK. And then when you come down to the rink, you want to be able to have fun before the game. You want to have a little bit of a party before you go into the Fortress. Things that make the VGK fan experience what it is. And those two are certainly at the head of what makes the VGK fan experience go. So great to hear, again, from Stephanie and Maggie. And if you do want to be a part of the VGK fan experience during the Western Conference Final, well, come on down to the Fortress because a limited number of tickets are still available for the first couple of home games between the Dallas Stars and the Vegas Golden Knights for the Western Conference Final. Go to VegasGoldenKnights.com. For tickets to the Western Conference Final, again, Game 1 on Friday at 5.30 Pacific Time, Game 2 at the Fortress as well at noon on Sunday. So get your tickets at VegasGoldenKnights.com to come down to the Western Conference Final and cheer on the Golden Knights as they look to make their second-ever appearance in the Stanley Cup Final. Also take a moment to remind you to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a moment of the team's quest for the Stanley Cup right here on VGK Today. Tomorrow, Gary Lawless joins the show, and he'll update us on what's going on on the ice for the VGK as they prepare for Dallas in the Western Conference Final. Justin Russo signing off for Episode 31 of VGK Today, presented by MGM Rewards.